0: Uh-uh. Hi there. Hi. Yeah, I'm here to see Dick Clark.
1: Uh-huh, and you are oh, ho, 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 ho.
2: Everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah. Should I
3: start now? Or? I, this is your show.
2: Oh, right.
3: I take absolutely no responsibility for this.
2: This is the Dano and Sanchez podcast, brought to you by InfoWars and Smooth My Nutsack.
3: Smooth my balls. Is that good? Yeah, that was great.
2: We're off-brand already again.
3: Yeah. How come, like, you already have a nice, sultry voice for the radio, but you somehow affected a more sultry voice for the radio over there?
2: I wouldn't call that sultry. That's 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 like corporate American radio announcer or other broadcasting announcer guy.
3: I'm pretty sure any woman who's listening to this just got pregnant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't send me any mail about that, ladies. I, I do not want to hear it. Seriously, maybe send me a picture every few years, <laughs> something like that. But how you doing, brother? How, um, how's everything going?
3: Yeah, all good, all good.
2: Aside from your phone battery.
3: Oh, here, come on. Yeah. Come on now. Whoa, um, guy. <laughs> You've been having a lot Slow of drama.
2: <laughs> You've been having a lot of drama there.
3: Fucking, man, I went and got it replaced, right? Thought that would solve the issue. The whole phone? Sub- no, the battery, like. Because mm. it said, like, it actually gave me a little message being like, here, by, you know, replace this thing. So it's all right, no bother. <laughs> I-, I will comply it's cheaper than getting a new phone uh-huh. but it's just the battery life is just generally shit and I just remember back when I had like a Nokia 3310 and that thing would yeah. go I think it's, it's probably still alive yeah. wherever it is in a drawer Yeah, you know, like it's it bleeds into the whole thing of like <laughs> selling things that are gonna like get worse so that you have to buy more like blend obsolescence well, that's the one yeah. I, like Fuck
2: them. Like. Oh, man. Planned obsolescence. It's crazy to talk to, like, engineers and stuff who actually design products, how they build planned obsolescence into it, like car engines or other shit like that. It's fucking wild, man. I just
3: burped. Oh, did you? Mm.
2: Yeah. You really wolfed that sandwich yeah, outside. Yeah,
3: hoofed a subway in the middle. Man, Pulled
2: seriously. I've never seen someone eat a foot-long sub
3: like that. It you was... See that, guys? I can move those footlongs in there. Yeah, really. Post-haste. <laughs> post Like, my life depends on it.
2: So, yeah, you know, when I moved to Korea, my employer, like, the hagwon I was working at, they gave me this ridiculous fucking phone, man. And it was out of date even for 2005. Like, it was like one of the first cell phones ever made. Yeah, I this is when like I came to Korea. Yeah, <laughs> the 80s, yeah. Because you old as fuck. I mean, I am old. And um, it was crazy. I was basically building my entire day around charging this phone for a couple of weeks because it was like, oh, I'm out of battery. i have been using it for like 20 minutes to make phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> just be out of battery. That was the
3: first phone, the first cell phone. I had a battery life of 20 minutes. 20 found minutes. That I, found that out yesterday.
2: It was unfucking believable man. It was absolutely <laughs> incredible. That can ruin your entire day, your entire week, entire everything.
3: Yeah, but then Nokia got it right, and then they were like, oh shit, nobody's going to buy shit from us. Like, this phone will last forever. Mm-hmm. So they had to, like, make them a little bit more fragile.
2: Yeah, because most phones don't have, like, a removable battery now.
3: Not at all. Yours does? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So I had to go to the Samsung. Shout out Samsung. You can't. I had to go to the Samsung <laughs> Wait store. Wait there for a fucking hour or whatever. It's, yeah. Well, actually, no. In fairness, they're quite efficient.
2: Yeah. Like, it was, It's usually just too busy when I go.
3: Yeah, I went on a Saturday morning very early.
2: Oh, yeah. You go early? Yeah. yeah you're yeah. fine, man. There's like three people in there. Correct. Oh, you're my first customer. Yeah.
3: But yeah, so it's, it's pretty efficient. It's an efficient process. It's just like... It's the principle of it, like. Do you know what I mean? Give me something that lasts. That that just seems like I've already given them a shit ton of money. Yeah,
2: I think the problem is lithium ion just kind of goes down steadily as you use it. They can't really (laughs) afford it. Yeah, she's a nice girl, but you know, not a long term. term. Not a long term type of girl. All right, now last year around this time we had our second episode, and this is our tenth. So, my main question to you is, how fucking pathetic and inefficient are we?
3: I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, was, on a scale of 10. We're pretty prolific.
2: That's pretty pathetic.
3: It is, yeah. Yeah. But, I blame you. Well, yeah. I should be blamed. Yeah. I just
2: don't have any fucking time, man. This is too much. I do a lot of things.
3: Also, neither of us are up on current events, so this podcast would be absolutely shit if we did it weekly. Well, We'd have yeah. nothing to talk about.
2: I mean, we always read stuff two, three months I'm out of
3: this i only <laughs> follow pope francis so i really don't know what's going on in the real world
2: i absolutely love going on to instagram and looking at our news feed on instagram because we only follow pope francis so it's like franciscus all the way down.
3: <laughs> it always takes me by surprise, too. if Because I have, like, four accounts for all these different things I'm doing. Right. And if somehow the Dano and Sanchez one is on, it always takes me by surprise. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like, I've actually posted, like, a couple of playlists for my radio show on there and then realized afterwards. And that takes a while <laughs> to kind of formulate and put together the font right and everything. And I'm like, fuck, I just wasted 30 goddamn minutes well,
3: well, most people use 30 minutes listening to this shit. Well, yeah. So, you know... it's Karma. But at least
2: they get off after half an hour. You know, if they listen to the whole thing, it's pretty sad.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: now, by the way, did you watch? This is amazing. Okay, Tim Heidecker, his 12-hour imitation of Joe Rogan. I sh- sent, it, sent to it to you. You sent it to me. I, 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 don't I have obviously hours didn't watch it. all of it. But how much dedication to a bit is that? So I what? Mean, he was,
3: 12 hours of footage. Did he have a guest?
2: He had, like, you know, the two guys that Joe Rogan typically talks to. Jimmy and... Yeah, Douchey or whatever the other guy's name is. Elon Musk. And so that's what it's, it all is. It's like Tim Heidecker in a SpaceX hat. <laughs> and then he's just talking to those two guys, and they're, like, kind of spaced out and, you know. And it's just so dead on. But 12 hours. Man. What do you think about that?
3: I think absolutely nothing about that. I'm sorry, don't <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> I don't even know who he genius, is. Man. Who is he?
2: Tim Heidecker. He's a pretty famous comedian. Oh, ah, really? And, um, yeah. It's probably
3: a pretty indie then, if you like him.
2: Oh, yeah, right. Too niche for you. Right? Oh, yeah. So niche. Gotta be mainstream. Like You brought Chris that word back?
3: Cause... I used to say that all the time, remember? <laughs> yeah. I'm that on the way. You said it in the last episode. Did I? You don't even remember. That was for the niche Well, you fans. don't listen
2: back. He doesn't listen to our own podcast.
3: I mean, Why neither would I? do I. What nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. fucked up the joke there and I was <laughs> supposed to go with that. I think I fucked the joke <laughs> up too. All right. So,
2: our guest tonight is Arlo Mattist and we've got a playlist selection that he's doing called Rising Floodwaters. So, we're going to have him in the studio here momentarily. And your choice to start off the show is not Kung Fu Fighting.
3: No, well, I was told that, that was on that wasn't allowed and I'm I'm still pretty mad about <laughs> yeah. that. My so
2: producer's pretty hard.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard. Uh, so I went for like a diss track, actually. Oh, okay. Um, it was a pretty big beef at the time. Uh, it was probably one of the most famous beefs of all time. Mm. Uh, so the song is uh, John Lennon, How Do You Sleep?
2: I see. All right, so we're going to play that real quick. And then Arlo Mattis is going to be in the studio with us. And this is Dano and Sanchez talking shit all night. Sure, Trump.
3: listening to the joe rogan podcast <laughs> i'm joe rogan uh, dmt you're yes. looking good joe thanks very much but yeah. i'm actually nearly as bald as joe rogan yeah not quite as buff
2: but not quite as buff no not quite not even but you're almost there but there's
3: no elk meat here no
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need elk meat to bulk up correct arlo mattis Yep. the maddest and the baddest that's here me in Guangzhou. is yeah. in the studio our 10th guest it's our 10th episode spectacular
4: is, is that it 10 haven't this hasn't the same going on for like years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> snails <laughs> pace guys come on it's been i like going it on for you're obviously year. being picky yeah so that's why i'm here there's also yeah, like to end to that streak
3: just there's like yeah. 10 people in Guangzhou.
4: that's true it, so. this is you know a global thing going on here
2: well at least <laughs> it, it both of us get along with you know oh, what I'm saying,
4: right? Oh, so, yeah. who, who are you beeping with? <laughs> yeah, oh. someone willing to be in a you know a public forum with the two of you. Yeah,
2: it takes some mixing and matching.
4: I bet I've yeah. got nothing to lose. Just you know mix I mean? me right out of this thing, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, welcome yeah, to the show. It's, it's nice to be on. Thank yeah, you.
2: thanks for coming. Now we got to talk about the music theme for tonight. Your theme is rising floodwaters. Oh yeah kind of a metaphor sure it could be pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean,
4: I I kinda picked it for a few reasons. Mm. Um I don't know if you heard but like Western Canada just got like plastered with rain. Really? Billions of dollars of damage, bunch of washed-out highways, like mudslides and land slides killing people, but like crazy stuff. See,
2: these are people that are up to date. Yeah, I'm waiting for the first yeah. time. Franchise. Like
4: this alleged, like like one in a century kind of storm. Yeah, and I, I had buddies out there, so I was talking to it. I think already, I was supposed to go to a family reunion next summer. I don't. I think that's canceled because, like, my uncle has been told he probably can't live in his house for six months.
5: Whoa.
4: <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 a big deal out there. But then I was just thinking of it like as a metaphor. And I don't know, I read part of my living is reading news, and uh, mm. man, I feel like the water's getting higher every day.
2: It really is. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good theme because you can kind of flex it out to different Yeah, I types figured of stuff. it'd be fun. Yeah. And uh, Sanchez shows John Lennon, How Do You Sleep? Right. Yeah. His one and only diss track, or did he have other diss tracks?
3: I believe so. I believe so. I'm not a John Lennon historian by any stretch, but <laughs> I believe it was his only diss track. Yeah. I see. I it's see, pretty, so. pretty gangster, like. <laughs> yeah, was, really? Like, yeah, the fucking words are class. Was it a, lot a disc of big beat? I don't know what your disc. A dis d i s s. Oh, okay. Like an insult track. Like an answer record kind of thing. Well, it, that, kinda. It was yeah. un, it was unprovoked, so it wasn't an answer. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, it was just a <laughs> vehicle who? for insult.
3: Paul McCartney. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, you haven't heard the song? No. Yeah, I don't you think
3: heard so. it? Have you seen it? I, I guess not.
2: Yeah. Um, well. That's, good. <laughs> that's how we start.
3: See, that's his incentive oh, to listen back to the. All right. Yeah. So it oh. wasn't about Mark Chapman. Oh.
5: <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It was today?
3: Like, we're recording on December. Maybe yeah. that was his answer,
4: right? Like, okay. Uh, yeah. No, ooh, okay.
2: Well, it's that time of the year. Style it back. It's, it's the John Lennon time of the year. <laughs>
5: right here. Oh, he's All popping right. off in studio.
2: So, Arlo, as yeah. we usually do, our first question is. Delineate your most fucked up or weird, funny experience involving alcohol or drugs. Doesn't have to be you. Could be well, anybody you know. You know, a friend, shall we say?
4: I mean, do any of my funny experiences <laughs> have anything to do with other people? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, those it's stories also, are though. those stories yeah. are for them to tell. Uh, yeah. But I've got one, and I've got one that's here in Korea, oh. which kind of keeps it clean uh, to an extent. <laughs> it's and it's also connected to media. This is back in 2014. Yeah. I got sent out to Busan to cover the Busan International Film Festival. Oh, okay. And I'd been, you know, on air for like half a
2: year or something. That's maybe. always like a super fun thing to go to. Oh, there. I
4: was so pumped. It was yeah. like my first like, you know, work function for this thing, right? Uh, and uh, I, w- I was excited to go out. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, as a newbie, I'd only been doing the host job for half a year. Yeah. And I was working with some other people that were, you know, professionals coming in from Seoul and there in Busan.
2: Yeah. But, but plus, uh, you had your entourage of models. Oh, of course. Out yeah, you. yeah.
4: Yeah. And the team, you know, we left here a day early, got set up because we were going to be kind of tired that day. And this is kind of a key part. Before we did the thing that day, <sighs> we, uh, which was like kind of an outdoor, like live broadcast yeah. thing. Like it, it didn't air live, but it was all, you know, recorded out there with a real live audience. And it was kind of fun. And we yeah, were yeah, like yeah. movie directors and actors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that day we'd gone to like spa world, uh-huh. like the team. So I'd been in like an oxygen tank and, you know, like the, the Jade sauna room, like I'd been powering uh-huh. up all my Kai and everything, uh-huh. right? Some like real Dragon Ball Z style stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was full of energy. <laughs> yeah. And so that's good. You know, I'm going to use that energy <laughs> during the night when the drinking starts. Absolutely. And I've already arranged, I'm going to stay there that night. Everyone else is going back to Guangzhou when the show's over. Oh, really? And I'm like, no. I came all the way to Busan. I've never been in Busan before. This is my first time. Well, yeah. I'm going to have a blast.
2: And Busan is a great city yeah. to have fun in, man. Right.
4: So <laughs> I was, you know, I had fun doing this thing. And then the woman who does like the movie show mm-hmm. for the, the Busan radio, she had like some, she'd scored some tickets for this like special party that night Oh, at yeah. one of the big Busan film festival parties.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: It
4: was sweet. So she had these tickets. She was going to meet us later. So I was hanging out with her boyfriend, uh-huh. this, this really nice American dude. He was like a, I don't know, studied nuclear engineering or something. Uh-huh. Uh, we were fast friends. We drank in front of, you know, a convenience store for a while, kind of pre-drinking and just, you know, kind of getting to know each other a bit. Then we show up at the thing, but then she's like, oh, I'm still working late. We're cutting this thing up. You know, there, we're, there's stuff going late with, the, with my team. I can't make it out.
2: Uh-huh. You got and, the tickets, and, and this is—I <laughs> or... don't
4: have have the tickets. He doesn't have the tickets. He doesn't uh... work for the media at all. And I don't have a press pass because we just showed up for this thing for like for the day. Basically. Oh,
2: man, come on, it's amateur. So hour.
4: it is. I talk us in.
2: Uh. You and there's a big line. The They're
4: checking people at the gate. I talk us in. I get us in. <laughs> yeah. uh, luckily, on my phone, I'd been sent on, on like, someone had sent me a few pictures of us doing the job that day. Ah, uh, okay. So I was like, here it is. You know, we're here with, there's that woman there. She's got the tickets, you know, that kind of thing. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. We're trying to, like, get a hold of her. Like, send us a picture of the tickets or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Can't get a hold of her. We get in. Uh, so it's free food, free booze. You know, a bunch of people oh, having yeah. a good time. Good looking people. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, you know, start moving along. and. I start, because I got us in, he was like, I can't believe you got us in like that. I'm like, yeah, it was that worked pretty well. I start getting the confidence. Oh, yeah. You know when you're uh, drinking and you start thinking like that you're really suave and can do anything? It's going to be a magical night.
2: Yeah, the blagger's confidence. Yeah. You know, you're invincible now.
4: Right, right, right. Because I'm a rogue, you know, like I'm and I'm wearing a suit, which, right. you know, always makes me feel like I can accomplish more. Like, oh, I'm yeah. I'm white collar, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm working today.
2: Drunks in suits, yeah. out on the town.
4: <laughs> so when they let us in, they gave us a bracelet. Uh um. and so I used that bracelet for the rest of the night to get into better and better parties <laughs> that I also wasn't invited to.
0: Yeah.
4: So, you know, we go to the next place and he's like, you know, we, we hit a some foreign bar kind of in the downtown or on Handy or whatever, and then he's like, you know, I I'm just gonna go back home. She I think she's had a bad night or whatever i'm gonna go i hope you can get in the party i don't think you'll be able to that's really exclusive uh-huh so i go over the next party's in like under the hill and date like in the basement
2: oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah okay
4: i get into that one yeah i don't even remember what i was saying at the door <laughs> i was just showing them my wrist and like that like, talking about this band there's a big line of people all getting sent away but i managed to get in there
2: yeah how many drinks do you think you have in
4: you at this point? Like, uh, six. i don't think you mean Eight or ten, <laughs> counting the you know the, like the convenience store earlier though. Eight so you this really is like six hours in. Beers yeah, or spirits? A uh, little mix, A little Ooh. both. So there weren't you... doubles or anything. Yeah. So I get into this party. Now I go into this party. Sistar is performing. Oh, bad. right. Like the K pop group. Oh. Like, and it's a, it's like a little stage. Like, I'm close, like 10 feet away from the stage. Uh. And it's this packed place, and it's crazy. And again, free food, free booze. Hyorin's
2: on stage. She's winking at you.
4: Yeah, I, I thought so, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meeting people, and they're like, oh, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, blah, blah. And get a quieter corner, go for kind of get in the hallway for sick. Oh, what do you do? And they're like, like, I remember this one guy's job because I got his card. He, he was a, uh, like, the president of, like, the Pacific, you know, office of the Motion Picture Association. And he was there to, like, buy movies for all the big movie studios in America Uh that were coming out at the film festival. Yeah. And I was like, I work for the radio out in the countryside. (laughs) (laughs) And he he looked at me, he said, you did very well for yourself to be at this party tonight. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, thanks. I thought so. So I keep drinking. I'm having fun. You know, I am single at the time, so at the end of the night, I'm like, like you know, there's still a table. I'm hanging out with some of these girls. I think they were performers from earlier. I don't know. Uh-huh. They went sister. Yeah. But,
2: and but, you're like alone at this party.
4: Yeah, I don't know anybody. Not a single person in Busan. <laughs> Not at all. Huh? Not, I've never been in the city before. Then. Hey, ladies. Then it's like, okay, everyone's cleaning out, right? Right. Everyone's heading one way down the little maze of hallways under the Hyundai. I go the other way. Yeah. I go to the after party. Uh, So now it's the K-pop people having their own party and a few selected like movie directors and stars from stuff during the day. Uh And now it's more food and more booze. (laughs) And I'm walking around having a good time. Remember having a cigarette with this guy? This this dude looks at me, this current guy is like, I don't know who you are. And I said, well, I don't know who you are.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) There's a kind of
4: awkward silence. (laughs) And and then I was like, do you want a cigarette? It's like, yeah, okay, thanks. And, you know, I don't know. I still don't know who he was. (laughs) So at, at this party... Then people are leaving this one, and now it's, like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. It's uh-huh. pretty late. Yeah. And its I thought it was kind of weird because, actually, the people leaving, as they were going, they're all grabbing, like, six packs of, like, you know, imported beer. Uh-huh. Of bottles. And I was like, I don't know. Don't you guys have, like, nice rooms with champagne and stuff? Like, why are you <laughs> yeah. just grabbing, like, a six-pack of Heineken? Like, they're I, famous
2: and rich. They don't want to pay for it. I guess
4: not. So I was like, all right, well, I'll grab one. Right, I go out of there now. Now here's where I get denied, right? Because at this point I have three bracelets. <laughs> I think I can get anywhere, but there's a series of room salons underneath the Hyundai oh, that are for the really fancy shit. people, and they had like the biggest <laughs> bouncer, the biggest Korean dudes I've ever seen as bouncers, uh, like linebacker Korean dudes. Like, yeah. and, and they saw me walk it up, and they shook their head. Yeah, yeah and like, they were like, "These are these are just for the yeah, nearest, the, the, the Korean v- performers." Right. okay, okay. Yeah, it's right. it's good they didn't let me in. Right. Because then I probably would have had, like, a $7,000 bill or something.
2: Oh, my God. Who knows?
4: So, I go upstairs. I'm carrying my beer. I'm kind of, like, and at this point, I kind of want to slink out because I don't feel I belong anymore. Yeah. And when I get get up to the top, and I'm going down, and I, you know, I'm also, you know, kind of stumbly- walking around on this carpet. Yeah. There's kind of a red carpet leading outside. The door's open. It's the paparazzi. There's a red carpet leading out of the hotel and there's like a hundred photographers. Flash, 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 flash. And so I'm walking down the red carpet with a six-pack of beer in one hand, just waving. There's probably a newspaper somewhere that said like Jack Black crashes in Busan Film Festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first night in Busan. It was a good time. Interesting. Uh, but it had that kind of magical energy where it was like, I can do anything uh, with that confidence that I can just fast talk my way in and they'll keep accepting it. And I did it the next time I covered it, too. <laughs> I got into the Canadian embassy, which wasn't that hard. Yeah, well. Into the Canadian embassy party and the French embassy party.
2: <laughs> oh. I well. let
4: Oliver Stone cut in front of me to get champagne. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was wow. that was a wicked party. That was some of the best food of my life. Y-
2: you should have just told him,
4: like... um, you know, one of his films sucked. Like, You know what I wanted to tell him? I'd already prepared it. Because i had found out that he wrote the script for Conan the Barbarian. Really? And so I wanted to ask him that day, like, to be honest, isn't the rest of your work kind of derivative from that? <laughs> like natural born Conan, born on the 4th of Conan.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Like have some fun with it. What do you think he would have said? I, I, he probably wouldn't well, have Well, I know what he would have
4: said if I had bothered him about it that day. Because apparently, like, Me Too had broken that morning. And oh, some, okay. Somebody had said something about something he had done before and he was in a bad mood.
2: Dude, this is pretty recent though. Like
4: on the red carpet. Well, that this that was the second time. That was mm. like, I don't know, 2018 or something like
5: oh, that. Oh, okay. The first time yeah. was a the few years The first time, that. I can't
4: remember who was the big star at that one. Like, I don't remember meeting anyone famous. Yeah, I, I mean, Sistar,
2: I when they're a big thing, that must have been yeah. a few years before that.
4: The second time I went back, I ended up having a drink with Darren Aronofsky and I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And he was really offended about it at the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, "Hey, what's your name?" I was like, oh, "Arlo." And who are you? <laughs> and he just... What did he do? He was just star like, squint his eyes. Like, I, oh, he, he, there was like a good twenty seconds. He was trying to figure out what was going on.
2: <laughs> what is the
4: meaning of this? Yeah, he was like that. He was the star of the whole thing, right? It was like him and Oliver Stone were the big deals there. <laughs>
2: yeah, and who are you? Yeah. And you are?
4: I didn't. And well, I didn't literally know twenty seconds
2: like. of silence. What did he say after that?
4: he just said have a good night in, like kind of in a chilly way
2: <laughs> your run-ins with famous people are amazing <laughs> he yeah. was
4: he was leaving anyways
3: <laughs> you're just like
2: pissing everyone off
3: yeah that would have made a good that'll make a good movie actually
2: that would make Ironically. a good scene in a movie actually yeah
3: and who are you
5: yeah
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well Standing you board. don't know what directors look like right I, I wish I had known like I didn't and I didn't know anything about his work I wish I had known because I like math, and he directed Pi, mm. which I liked, you know, as a yeah. movie. That was, like, one of his first things, this, like, indie movie. Not Life of Pi. Like, it's just called Pi.
2: Oh, okay. I and thought you were talking about American Pi. That's more I on, on our a, intellectual a, I level. I have a notion any of these well, we've all notion who Well, we've all been. But <laughs> I do love that moment, though. He's just, like, standing there, like, perplexed.
4: All, I didn't know why he was perplexed because <laughs> I didn't know who he was. He I just name. was realizing slowly, like, I've made some kind of <laughs> faux pas here, and... You know, my my high functioning autism self is giving. I'm, I'm getting signals that I've I've done something wrong, some form of blunder.
2: The computer is breaking down. Yeah, yeah.
3: A little little smoke. Well, well, both there's smoke coming out of both of us, just different for different
2: reasons. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: But it's kind of ironic because if you'd known who he was, you probably wouldn't have spoken to him in the way you did, and he wouldn't have had such a good time. Yeah. Do
4: you know Oh,
2: down, probably not.
3: Either? Yeah, I, I would have left
4: them alone because what have I got to say?
2: Wouldn't you want to be? Like that, a little bit anonymous, isn't that what famous people miss? Like going to the store and some, buying like a quart of milk some, or something. Yeah, some of them. I, I, yeah, I'd say a good amount of them do.
3: But I suppose if he if he is, I don't know who he is genuinely. But if oh, he's quite a big fair. director, but and nobody seems to know who the fuck he is. But he's <laughs> all this stuff, he's not on. He screen. did like Mother and stuff and the Black Mother? Swan. He was dating oh, Jennifer right. Lawrence, like was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
5: I don't this think
4: mom? he still is. I don't know. He looked like he was. 40-ish or something. He, was, mm-hmm. he was pretty nondescript. <laughs> Handsome, though, I assume? <laughs> okay. Directors are generally no.
2: pretty nondescript kind of guys, though. I Couldn't mean, yeah. like most directors I know, I wouldn't be able to tell you what they look like. Sure. Not him, for sure.
4: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I only recognize Oliver Stone because I... Looked them up before I came so I would recognize him so I could bother him about Konak.
2: So that's the one that you were planning on meeting, and then you got the other guy, and you had no idea, did no homework, had no idea what the fuck.
4: (laughs) Well, Oliver cut right in front of me at the French thing. He was like, do you mind? I was like, no, not at all, sir. Get some champagne. Yeah,
2: right. And who are you? Arlo, who are you? (laughs) (laughs)
5: Listen,
4: Ollie.
2: His talk about world Conan. is shattering to pieces. Yeah, oh, he must have. Been. He
4: must have been annoyed.
2: Now, did you like fall over from the paparazzi? Taking oh yeah, the back photos? to the
4: first party. No, I just kind of had my arm up, you know, because it was like a sudden <laughs> amount of light after being in like a dark underground dungeon, right, for like hours. Yeah, like the the last party, it was just like some black lights in this like really weird. Yeah. I, I can't I don't know how to describe the place. It looked like a laser tag place. Yeah.
2: Well it's always bright. <laughs> like after like you weird leave little the problem, hallways, you
4: know? like weird, like like the party was like in these hallways. Uh the whole underneath of that place is really spooky.
2: No, yeah, I've dj down in that basement club down there, and it's it's crazy. You DJ? Like, yeah, well, I did. What's your, what's your DJ name? <laughs> Just my
3: name. Spliff Richard.
2: Spliff Richard. <laughs> it's gonna be Spliff Richard now, that's sure. for sure.
4: That's all right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I would have fallen over like coming out of the club and you get hit with that much light.
4: No, I just I just went uh, for it. I, I did the last bit of energy and confidence came out and I just waved. <laughs> like just smiling, waving, nodding. Like the arm came up to you know block the light and then uh-huh. I was like, "All right, just got into it." Yeah. You know, plus I wanted kind of wanted them to look at my face and my waving and not see me carrying beer. <laughs> yeah, Cuz you know, that right. looks kind of welfare. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: it is even kind though welfare. all the
4: other people Filing out of there, we're also doing
2: it well. Yeah, but it's welfare for the rich, yeah. it's like respectable welfare. Yeah,
4: they were maybe it's like maybe they're trying to catch people leaving late, like a scandal or something.
2: I don't yeah, know. right. I mean, you know, Sistar is there, they're like a hot item, and sure. all that type of stuff. Yeah,
4: and I mean, the other people, like people have been straggling out of there for hours, right? Right, and right, this, right. This is, I i don't know, maybe it was the only way out, right? I'm not
2: sure, drunk, the story,
4: page three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would have been awesome if I had like walked out talking to somebody famous, and then I was like in the picture. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But I do like the picture of you being the solo guy and just kind of sidling up to tables. Yeah. Well, how did you talk to him? Who people? is he? Why is he? Here? Oh, I'm good at it.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. That wasn't uh, accusative. Of no, no, it's all right. No, I, I, I'll, I just kind <laughs> of like. You're <laughs> of I'll, I'll,
4: you know, I'll just get into a role and like, you know, look for an opening.
5: I'm <laughs> <That's laughs>
2: good that. at it. Oh man, you were just him, and he was just the director.
4: Yeah, I don't. yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's, it's a character. Sorry. You know, it's a you, you got to get in the role into the character. And I mean, people see someone having a good time and being friendly; it usually kind of works, I think.
5: Not for me. Yeah.
4: yeah. Now, I think, because I'm from a small
3: town, so I'm folksy. Yeah, <laughs> what, what am I Sharpest. <laughs> well, oh, I don't. Know. A rough. It's the, I think it's the accent. Uh, a little rough. No, I don't know. How is your cool? I'm back, <laughs> yeah, Can you going, big right, man? make sit here. Right.
2: <laughs> I don't want to get in a fight tonight, bro. Um, Whoa, I have kind bro. of a funny story. That's like that with a bunch of like paparazzi. And I flew from Korea down to New Zealand, but I connected in Malaysia. Apparently there was like a famous band on my flight mm-hmm. that I didn't really see anywhere. Like I'm sitting in baggage kind of waiting around while I'm waiting in baggage. It's like everybody who walks out is getting this like groupy cheer like, oh. whoa! Like, everybody, and then they'll be like, oh. You know, people are taking pictures. Like, they're snapping every time the door opens, right? Right. Now, I get to the door, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do something funny or ironic. And I hit the door, and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Not a peep, not a flash. Fucking nothing happened. <laughs> they just knew you were And I'm famous. like, oh, that's, uh, that's enough. Thanks, thanks. Did nothing. You, did you crickets. do that, really? That happened. No, yeah. but did
3: you do the, oh, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my Because it was God. happening for, like,
2: <laughs> fucking everybody that walked out, and then it was just peeps.
5: That's just like a David Brandt crickets. fucking thing yeah. in the office, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. something he would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so Arlo, what is your uh, musical choice for tonight?
4: Oh, we're gonna listen to uh, probably the most Canadian band of all time. Yeah, Singly pretty high on the Canadian. list. Yeah, the Tragically Hip. Yes. And uh, <laughs> New Orleans is sinking.
2: New Orleans is sinking. All right, so we're gonna do that, and then he's turning the tables on us. So you better be prepared, and I'm I gonna better flip be him right over. I'm never... And yeah, and you are a big man. You could flip this table over, seriously.
3: Let's do it. All right. Oh, you are here. I don't work here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, work <it>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> where? Don't flip the table, son. In podcast land. <laughs> yeah, here
2: it's is... Kwangju Podcasting Incorporated. And this is Dan and Sanchez talking shit all night. Yep.
1: All right.
0: blue on the street, Loose and complete Under skies so smoky blue green I can't foresee A Dixie dead she So we dance The sidewalk clean My memory is muddy What's river that I'm in New Orleans is sinking, man And I don't want to swim Hanging on a wire Sucking up to someone just to stoke the fire Picking out the highlights of the scenery Saw a little cloud and looked up To the Lord a and said Hey man, thanks Sometimes I feel so good I gotta scream She said, "Gordy, baby I know exactly what you mean She said She said I swear to
1: God She said
0: Wanna swim
4: Zarlo we're talking shite all night for one hour for one
2: hour I don't <laughs>
5: I like have any
4: headlines I don't and know
2: this is the news COVID
4: bad <laughs> yeah. war
3: coming
2: continuing Yeah. Omicron Suicide scary imminent. robot from future takeover world good stuff
3: right did we just do a
2: skit? you know go, I want a bomb
4: shelter I realized I would like one you want a bomb shelter? I do
2: would you want a one? Underground?
4: Oh, a whole, it's. Have you ever like dug a deep hole? It's a lot of work. Oh man, it's yeah. a lot. Like you want a backhoe or something?
2: <laughs> it's brutal. <man>.
4: Give <laughs> me a backhoe, sure.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> Some kind of automation needs to go into yeah. something like that. You can't well, dig deep, out a how bunker. How deep does it have to be?
4: I don't know. To withstand bombs?
2: Know. Probably deeper than I want to dig. Tell I mean, that.
4: dirt blocks a lot of radiation, so you, I mean, probably just a few feet, maybe.
2: Few feet. What just brought this up?
4: Oh, well, I was thinking about the theme, about the floodwaters rising and, and the headlines at the war. Yeah. Like, I read too much news. because A lot I, of contamination I, I, in the water. Well, I, I do it for, like, a living. And mm. so, you know, every day I read a bunch of different sources and put it all into the, the matrix that is my brain trying to sort this all out. Mm. And it's miserable.
2: Oh, yeah. it's
4: <laughs> miserable, stopped. man. Yeah. Like, I try and talk to my parents and they, like, they want to talk about... You know, politics or something, and I'm like, you guys are focusing on like the wrong issues. You're talking about oil prices, and like we're going to be in World War III in two years. Come on, <laughs> but whoa, yeah. And then they're they're like so bummed out that I have to like switch the topic and be like, I'm going to
3: miss your Christmas cookies, mom. <laughs> Sorry, are you just going to gloss over the World War Three stuff here? Oh right, yeah. Sure, What's happening? Well, I
4: mean,
5: I don't
3: know. There's who's the bad guy? Yeah, hey, he's the Germany? one
2: asking the questions here.
4: It's Russia. It's it's not Germany, actually. Oh. It, it, there's a the there's a great Norm Macdonald bit on China on China the China? Dave Letterman show on the Last Day of Liverpool where he talks about that.
2: Or he, so the Germans
4: like, would have us believe. Yeah. Well, he says, you know, I'm I'm not worried about all these other countries, North Korea and Iraq. I, for World War III, I'm actually worried about Germany because uh, I don't know if
3: you're a student of history.
5: <laughs> 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 no, but I mean,
3: it's it's pretty. Uh, are they going to get so they're recast in Germany with Russia? No,
4: no, no. It's uh, it's Ukraine and Russia. Like right, like Russia's right on the border and you know the US is shaking its sticks and you know, don't invade, you're gonna be in big trouble. It's like what, invade again? Like they invaded a couple of years ago and everything went fine. They're like stationed <laughs> inside the
2: country. They're yeah. like still. Yeah, they, they they're already
4: there. They can just like get bigger.
2: Do you find that reading the news seeps into your conversation almost subconsciously? Way too much. Way too much, yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, it pushes into all kinds of stuff because I, you know, I teach economics, and that's yeah. connected to a lot of news <laughs> and world events too. Yeah. So it's pushing into that, and then that stuff pushes into the rest of what I'm talking
2: about. Yeah. Like your wife is like, "Isn't that puppy so cute?" And you're like, "Do you realize that World War Three is going to start in two years?" <laughs>
3: <sighs> I mean, it's 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 bummed
4: me out. Yeah. 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 See, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the waters over are there getting hot. We gotta but it's it's making me think more and more like that's why I'm I'm I want to enjoy this time right now. Yeah. I want to enjoy doing things like this, talking to people like cause I don't know what else I've got. I just
2: <laughs> I just except doom and gloom. I just returned,
4: you know, canceled my Christmas tickets Arlo to go Sadist. home. Because
2: oh, of the, man, new, yeah. the new
4: COVID wave, right? And the airline was like, oh, fine, we're giving you 100% back because, I mean, you know, we're gone in a couple of years anyway, so who cares? <laughs> yeah,
2: right. <laughs> Take the money?
4: No. But they, they, <laughs> they, they, they gave me all my money back, so they must know something. Did,
2: <laughs> did think... they give you 100% back?
4: Yeah. Wow. And I was like, "Well, what First if I your... wait a couple of weeks to see if things get better?" And this lifts up like, "Ha! Like, like that's gonna happen."
5: <laughs> yeah, right. But uh
4: But they, they were like, "Oh no, then it'll be like if, you know a few hundred bucks penalty." Yeah. So like, all now, right. I'll just did take
2: you it. talk to an actual actual person on the phone? Yeah, I called him up. So did she say gets what better? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think that's in the cards right now.
4: <laughs> I, w- I would have. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was doing, like, phone service stuff. Like, have you ever worked in, in like, the phone? A phone bank and stuff?
2: Yeah, I did that for a little while. It was fucking horrible.
4: I did it for two weeks with a buddy. We got fired the same day at the yes. start of our shift because we were selling crooked timeshares. That was our job. <laughs> we were calling people, like, yeah. interrupting them during dinner and stuff. During, mm. during the Stanley Cup,
2: Yeah, we were yeah interrupting
4: yeah. them in Canada. Whew. Like, people were so mad. We were like, you've already won this stuff. now." During like, the Stanley come Cup? In. That's a war crime. Yeah, in we had a. Oh, it was it was, it was was brutal. And yeah, we didn't sell a single one, either of us. We showed up one day out front, and there were like a couple of Lou girls saying, like, Yeah, we're starting today. Me and him looked at each other. We're like, Wow, I don't even know where you're going to put. They're going to put your desks. The office is already full.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> we went in there. They're like, Clean out your desk. We're like, We don't have anything in the desks. Yeah, right. No personal possessions.
2: That's probably a symptom of why we're getting fired right now. Yeah. Right?
4: <laughs> yeah. Got this can opener to open my can of tuna I eat every day for lunch. <laughs> We're poor students. Yeah. Oh.
2: Those jobs are terrible, man. Hitting up people on the phone for whatever,
4: telemarketing or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then getting Shit. personal. Like, So so, what income category are you in? Because they're trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out, like, if it's oh. worth trying to sell them a, a crooked timeshare. Right.
2: Could you tell me your net worth in a ballpark figure or?
3: Yeah. I had to do, like, uh, do you know those people? I can't remember what it was called now. But you go around and you have to ask them to come into the house and do, like, a survey. Yeah. Oh. So basically a survey. Uh, it's not a survey. I don't know what what it's called anymore a poster
2: like a census
3: yeah but it wasn't a census Worker? it was to get data for obviously statistics yeah yeah but yeah. Not, that, not necessarily the, the consensus or the consensus the census ones mm. uh, but the, the same thing having to ask people like how much they earn and all of this stuff you're like this is so uncomfortable the yeah. body language like, how do you get the gun. how they
2: react just gets so defensive right away man it's but they brutal. could tell
3: that I was uncomfortable too I was like look I don't really want to ask yeah people. right I'm I hope not they could. I'm
2: <laughs> doing this by choice. No, you know, I gotta survive just like everybody else. Yeah. yeah, those type of jobs, man. But I think it gives you like experience, you know, that adds to other jobs that you actually like in the mm-hmm. future. You know what I mean? I haven't found because those jobs suck so bad. You know, you're kind of grateful for something you actually like to
4: do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's it's good to have the contrast as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I I left the worst job of my life to start one of the best jobs of my life. Right, you kind of use it as of like, like the a weekend. Yeah, and it was like it was just it was unbelievable. <laughs> I was literally crying when I got the good job because I was already crying because I had to quit the bad job because it was yeah. so bad and I had nobody.
2: What did the boss say when you told him that you had nothing in your desks? Like, did he say anything? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was just like
4: she yeah. didn't like it at all because we weren't selling any crooked. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, Dano here, and by agreement of all three parties involved in this podcast, we're just going to cut to Arlo starting with his questions for us. I don't know, pretty shitty stuff just got said right here, and we all agreed that's a no-no. Yeah, so, well, what's your first question?
4: Um, actually, it kind of connects to what we were talking about, because, mm. you know, about doing a good job. I want to know, what is the worst job you ever had?
2: The worst job? Man, I don't know. The worst job I ever had as far as like physical labor and just being like dirty and dangerous, I had this job being, I don't know what they would call it, like a laborer for masons who were rebuilding like auto pores and furnaces mm-hmm. in steel plants and foundries okay. and stuff like that. That was my summer job a couple summers when I was a student in college. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular place That we went to called Gunite in Rockford, Illinois. They build engine blocks for like Ford and, you know, the big three automakers Uh in the States, right?
4: So it was like an auto line.
2: Um, Yeah, kind of. They just made engine blocks. They just made components and then they'd send it off to the guys who were putting together the cars. Now, there were two things about this place. Well, there were hundreds of things about this place that were fucking unbelievable. But there was like several inches of soot. Everywhere oh. in this place, like black snow mm-hmm. everywhere. So, when it was operating, if you had like a lamp directly above your head in like a walkway, you couldn't see it. it there was that much dust in the air when it was like operating. Were you like wearing a mask? Yeah, well, yeah, shit, yeah, man. Well, that's I mean, good. <laughs> well, also, you're working inside the furnaces and the autopores and like tearing out the masonry. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you need to wear a mask for okay. sure. It's a dusty job just without that. But then the first day we go into the cafeteria. And this is, like, a huge, like, two-foot-by-two-foot sign that's in a very prominent place in the cafeteria if you sit down to eat. And it says, please do not feed the rats. This is a true story. Wow. (laughs) Please do not feed the rats. And this was a union shop. (laughs) Like, it was So the empire
4: was in decay even back then. (laughs) Oh,
2: man. If you're going by that place, yeah. Now, another telling feature of this was... One day, I locked my keys in the car, so I had to take a cab to work that morning. And so I'm talking to this guy who's taking us over to the job site, and he's like, oh, yeah, Gunite, Gunite. My friend worked at Gunite for years, man. He's dead, but, you know, anyways, <laughs> we were like, yeah, that's pretty much how that place goes. Sure. That was the worst job I ever had. It's yeah. probably where the We were there from. for like two or three weeks. It was brutal, man. It was brutal. And yeah.
4: That's bad. That's a,
5: that's <laughs> a bad That's probably where this
2: came from, yeah. <laughs> so what's, that, your, what's your worst joke?
3: I don't know. That joke caught me completely unaware. <laughs> I was not that.
5: This is the
4: first time I've ever seen you outside of like a noisy like bar atmosphere. Yeah. So um, you, you might not have known, but I'm, I'm quick and clever. I'm not oh, this, I don't this, know if is, you this, is, this yeah. is how I this is how I manage to talk to people yeah.
3: outgunned yeah I'm, yeah I'm generally outgunned anyway so don't worry about it I don't know why I don't know why he has me on this podcast yeah there's a good replacement actually <laughs> are you kidding for me for when I um, take my haters. my worst job uh, fuck I haven't liked any of them to be fair like well, I? I yeah,
2: like... they're jobs, so you always kind of hate them.
3: But none of them are as bad as yours, so you should let me go first. <laughs> so then we could work up to the You've never of... had a bad job? No, no, but they're like not a, as Like bad a as terrible as, job? Like, don't feed the rats, like... That was know?
2: just a contract job. Like, we would travel around and do it. So I was only there for three weeks, but man, the guys who work there all the time...
3: That sounds grim. Brutal. I I worked in a potato shed, like big things of spuds, and then you put them in a machine, and then you have to bag them up and tie them and then bring them out to a shop. Oh, yeah. But it was only a small shop, but it was like you bent over a thing for like 10 hours. Yeah. That sounds awful. It wasn't great. I don't want to be bent over anything for 10 hours. So what machine like
2: (laughs) peels the skins, or what does it do?
3: So they're, I don't know, 20, 25-kilogram bags, and you put them in this thing, and it brings them up, and then there's like a metal part that you have to manually... Yeah, sort into a smaller bag. Right, right, right. And it's just, like, repetitive. Yeah. And so you're some cog laborious. in the machine. Arduous. Yeah. 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 It could have been automated. Like, I don't understand why they needed me, but I suppose, like...
4: <laughs> you were cheaper than the robot.
3: Completely. I was getting paid, like, four pounds an hour. Did they, did they feed you in the potatoes? <laughs> no, they fed me nothing. Oh. It was horrendous. That's really? how I got into gambling, actually, because there was a bookies right beside us. <laughs> and I was like, I am going to kill myself if I have nothing to look forward to. Let's go put on a bat. There we <laughs> go. That's, that's, that's a great
4: example. <laughs> it's great. A bad job, a b- job is so bad, it it, it drives you to gamble. Uh,
2: nah, nearly what did you gamble on? Like horse races and stuff? No, I know that's big in Ireland.
3: Soccer. Soccer? I know nothing about horses. Like I, I bet on Like Premier
2: ge- League games and stuff?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, any league. Like,
2: Did you ever win anything? Or yeah. is it just loss?
3: I've won a couple, but I've lost way more than I've won. Well, yeah, think.
2: right. Anybody that tells you they're like making money off of gambling is a fucking no. degenerate,
3: man. <laughs> no, not at all. It's impossible. <laughs> Especially with soccer. Like there's just It's fucking, a random and, game, and, yeah. man.
2: It's a fickle random ass game, man. Plus Anybody if, can win.
3: If it's Italian, it's fixed as fuck. Like. <laughs> 100%. Whoa. Hello. Well,
2: there's our second offensive Z- registry yeah. of this week.
3: <laughs> so I'm going after sexism, xenophobia, what am I been missing?
2: I mean, there's a lot of things you could go for. I'm not going to suggest them, though.
4: Otto? I've been trying to tiptoe around this. The Irish guy said he worked at a, a business
3: associated with potatoes. <laughs> I'm just trying to, to keep it clean over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, ours are for a game. We're for yeah. a game.
2: So what about you? What's your worst job
4: ever? You know, like I like, basically severed a finger at a job, and oh. that was still one of the best jobs I've had Like what, as a labor job. What was the job? Uh, that was working in a lumber yard. Okay. Um, your and I worked off? there for two summers. Mm. And uh, they put it all back on. There's some titanium in there, but uh, it's a little bent. No, the, uh, the worst job I had, I had it for three days and it was on the auto line
2: <laughs> you've had a lot of like two day weekend oh they, jobs. well yeah it was
4: just terrible <laughs> it it was for a temp agency so it paid below minimum wage
2: oh yeah man i which worked for is a super a temp awesome. agency for a while too and it was the oh. the
4: union guys were getting like 30 for 35 an hour at this job that i was getting like to 10 start, 25 right. an hour Yeah, i was in uh, st catharines and this was 2010 during like the financial crisis.
2: Where's St. Catharines? St.
4: Catharines is right by Niagara Falls. And okay. It's an auto town. GM has these huge factories. They employ, oh, yeah. like, they employ like 10% of the city and they closed. Yeah. So unemployment in the city was like 18%. Yeah. Like, like people are looking at my resume and they're like, wow, you, you taught in Korea for three years. You're going to school now? And I'm like, yeah, and I'll make great pitas. <laughs> I, I know how to cook. I know how to clean. Just yeah. let me in here and I'll fold pitas for the summer make the best pitas and just leave and not bother you.
5: Yeah. yeah.
4: (laughs) I couldn't get a job. So I get this temp agency job Mm. and the first day it's like pulling these truck arms, like the door truck, like the, the arm of the truck or whatever that lets it swing that way, like pulling them out of this like huge pallet crate. Yeah. And they're, it's basically like a, you know, barrel of monkeys like mm. those little monkeys. Right. It's like it's- that with like heavy pieces of metal. Yeah. So you're just fighting with them all day. Yeah. And, I, and I'm feeding them to this robot that I'm you know, hoping it won't kill me. <laughs> day two, I'm working on this machine that periodically sprays me with paint thinner. And I found out at the end of the day, I'm kind of like chemically sensitive to it. Because I, I take off my coveralls. You're I'm all like scratching of- all day. Yeah. I take off my coveralls. I've got like big red blisters. Like, mm. inches wide from, like, collarbone to crotch. Yeah. Just from being sprayed with paint thinner all day and wearing this. Yeah. I'm like, this is brutal. And my back is killing me from the horseshoes from the day before. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, it's just, like, like, more of that. They're like, we like this, you how you did that work the other day, so you're back on the paint thinner again. Oh, boy. And I'm just working at this. I go home, and I'm like, I can't work this another day. Like, I'm coming home covered in blisters. My I'm bent over backwards from yeah. this. Every muscle hurts for minimum wage. I could make work at McDonald's and do better. And then the university called me and asked me if I wanted to work as a research assistant, going up until into September for Mm. a a thirty-five-hour-week contract for twenty-five bucks an hour. Yeah, unsupervised research. Yeah, Uh, I didn't even know what to say. Yeah, and like that gig, like lined up all a bunch of other stuff because it looks great on a master's application and stuff. Yeah, right. So it was like it was that like transition.
2: Are you saying that the rash-inducing paint-thinner job wouldn't have looked great on a resume? I mean, come on, Doug.
4: Do you think it went on the resume for a second? (laughs) No. No. I've had a lot of of jobs that didn't end up on the resume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two weeks at Wendy's, not on the resume.
2: (laughs) Really? You worked at Wendy's?
4: A summer going door-to-door collecting for a charity.
2: You've had a lot of very short-term labor experiences. Two weeks at Wendy's. What happened there? You just got fired or you just quit? I just quit.
4: Yeah. I, I didn't like the shifts they kept giving me.
2: What? Like graveyard shifts? It was stuff? like, yeah,
4: 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. on weekends. Ew. You know, it stinks. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me, I don't know, have a life.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, how old were you? You must have been a young man, yeah?
4: Yeah, I was like 18 or something.
2: Yeah, right. You don't want to fucking
4: do that. No. Definitely not. No, I wanted to stay at home, get money for my parents for the summer. That was a way better gig.
2: Yeah. See, I want to see what's
4: not on Arlo's resume now. Like yeah. all his all Ooh. his
2: other stuff. So what else things. is not what else is not there?
4: You, you know the, the 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 shadier stuff are the addresses that aren't on my that, that have never been part of my part of my I don't know documented experiences.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Places you've lived and shit like that. <laughs>
4: well, yeah. Like when I first got back here and I was looking for a gig, I lived at a love motel for like five oh, months. Oh,
2: I did that. Not that long, man. That must have been a trip.
4: Oh, it was awesome.
2: I did that for awesome? two weeks, I think, when I first got here, and it was hilarious because there was like this giant mirrored ceiling, <laughs> and then. The bed was shaped like a giant heart. Like so the bed th- itself. I might have said not one. <laughs> or else <they laughs> all just took like the fucking <laughs> God, Yeah, that was such a trip. I, it's such a bad feeling waking up and seeing yourself in the mirror right away. Like I'd wake up on my back and just eyes open. Oh, that's me. That is fucked up, man. I don't yeah. get why. Or just well, just realizing you live, a live in a motel. Thing.
4: That's no way to wake up every day.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like here I am going out for work
3: today. You go have a shower. You still feel dirty.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it got weird lighting in the bathroom and shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> who who are lo- like mirrors for then? I'm trying to work it out.
2: I've never understood that whole appeal. Like, why is that like kinky? People like to watch who... themselves fuck or
3: whatever. Yeah, but you are not real. Like. What position are you in Does your watch I mean, I
2: guess it'd be like... Like know, a mirror across the room. Woman on top type of thing watching, but I don't know. I've never Bald gotten it. you from the top. It's fucking weird. My- man.
4: <laughs> Maybe you've Fuck. just got a really good back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you? No. Oh. Not at all. <laughs> not at,
2: not all. All. at all. Lord. Yikes. Well, a lot yeah. of hair. Whew. Lordy. Had
3: to
4: bring that up. So, so, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I'm a very hairy guy, you know, so... <laughs> I right, didn't
4: have any evidence. I was just imagining.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a very hairy. I'd guy. I'd like to but, stop uh, imagining now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I want to stop imagining because I've got to d- see I that don't. shit every fucking day in the mirror. man. I don't. you're right into it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get kinky with the next questions.
4: <laughs> he's gonna move into a love motel. <laughs> yeah. The weird thing oh. is, the same place I was living at, some other dude had been living there for like three or four years. Once, years and he had the job that I was trying to get. What? Like I, 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 got the uni job and I was like, sweet, now I can have an apartment. Why? Would and you... he was my coworker. <laughs> <He> <laughs> Why would you... lived he live? He years? well, I mean, it's, I guess you know, if it, they do your laundry for you, they they clean your place. Like, if is it you, expensive? I
3: oh, was like
4: five hundred a month. Wasn't? That's not that much. That is
3: not that much more than an,
4: an apartment. Wasn't, wasn't terrible, but I, like, what drove me nuts was not having a kitchen because uh-huh. I like to. You know, I like to cook. Yeah, that's killer, man. But yeah, I mean, it's it's furnished. <laughs> yeah, you, you got no other bills. <laughs> Tastefully furnished, yeah, so let's tasteable. say. Tastefully. They tried to kick me out once. I tried to. I had a Zippo lighter, and I went and filled it up. Right. So I got like awesome. Oh, you know, like wicks and and the butane and like the fuse right, or whatever right. and, and the, the flints, the whole thing. And you know, I fiddled around getting it to work again, and I left. And when they cleaned my room, they didn't see all the other little pieces or the receipt. They just saw. A can of lighter fluid and a paper bag, and they thought I'd been getting high, like huffing butane.
2: <laughs> well, you had like a real kind of wild man look back then, too, didn't I, you? Like, I kind of did.
4: Really I hadn't had a haircut rocker, in nine years. Long so, Long like...
2: hair. You looked like fucking Thor when you were younger,
4: man. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Nine years?
2: Don't
4: yeah. know more. Yeah, I, I stopped cutting my hair when I first came to Korea.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. When
4: and... did you cut it? Right, when I, right before my job interview to work at the university. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Most people start
2: cutting their hair when they arrive here. Yeah, my
4: friends <laughs> who were speaking up for me to get the job said, well, we'll give you a good reference, but you have to cut your hair. Yeah. Otherwise, I might have kept it. Yeah. And then at the interview, there was a dude with long hair, and he got the job, too. It's like, <laughs> did, did you feel like Samson? So then you stopped for a did. long time. Yeah. yeah. There was a Samson effect. Though, honestly, once it was gone, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, way more comfortable and easy. I sleep better and everything. Like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, having long hair is kind of – But I was going bald,
4: right? So it was, like, the last hair that I'll ever have. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't grow my hair again now. That wouldn't work. Right. It was a skullet then. Like, let's be fair.
2: Although, Arlo, to be honest, you should do it. Like, oh, if would look
4: fucking awesome. It's <laughs> a liberal use of the word awesome. Yeah. How long would it take? Very
2: liberal.
3: Uh, to get something decent going? Well, what are you calling decent? <laughs> a decent length? Like, uh, what's a decent length? I don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, 30 centimeters. The
3: stuff at the top doesn't get long anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> I mean, I think, it would yeah, just be right. like, or like. like some of them would. Yeah. Like, I'd look like, I don't know, like some guy from Rocky Horror or something. Or It'd one of awful. those,
2: like, 70s basketball coaches that were obviously losing their hair, but they combed it over. <laughs> yeah, you could do the I comb said? over for you sure. You could do the comb over and yeah. wear, Should. like, a really chintzy suit. The Prince Charles. Day. I don't
4: think any of these are good looks for me.
2: No, I don't think so either. That's why I'm
4: suggesting. Like I've barely so. got a. I've got a medium <laughs> look going now, and that's about as the best I'll do for the rest of my life.
2: Yeah, Exactly. All right. So what's the next question here? Is there a next question? Oh, Isn't I there? guess not. Right.
4: No. Um, I wanted <laughs> I to know. Oh. I want to know, like, what you guys. What do you, What do you think you would be doing at home? Like, if you weren't living here now, because I've been like going through that. Because I'm like, I'm. I feel stuck here again. The floodwaters, right? I'm pinned in. So, like, I, you know, I feel kind of pinned down. I haven't left the country since fall 2019 Mm. for the Rugby World Cup. I I haven't been home since that summer that year.
2: Yeah, I haven't been home in the exact same amount of time.
4: But it's making me also feel happy that, like, my job was minimally disrupted here. Right. I've been holding it together. Right. You know, it's, I'm not happy about everything, but I'm happy about where I am. Yeah. Given the situation in the world. And I hear all this stuff back at home, and it's like, I don't know how I could handle it. So I like, don't
2: think so either. I'm I, curious
4: if you're back. Mm. What would
3: you be doing? What, how how'd your like day to day be different?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Sanchez, you want to take that one?
3: I don't know. I would have been pretty fucked because I worked in Ball bars, the potato place. Well, that was when I was like seventeen. we're you in the Premier the League. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. Um, no, I was working in bars and then gigging in bars, and mm. obviously that whole sector was gutted, like because sure, of the thing. Right. So like, I would have been. Oh, my voice just cracked. Yeah. That? That's how caught up I am about it. <laughs> <I> mean, <God laughs> just... Thinking about all the pubs I back home.
1: I'm so
2: sad.
3: At, home, any... at home, did they have like good like support money for musicians and stuff? They did uh, after a while, but it took it took a long time for. there right. it goes again. Yeah, it took a long time for people to get anything <laughs> off the government. Like it was, it was nuts. And I think people are getting good money now off them. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so but I don't know if I would have qualified for that because mm. I wasn't doing... I was doing a little bit of original stuff, but it was mostly just, you know, like... Playing covers, covers and, and stuff, and, yeah. and they don't look on that. They wouldn't look on that. The Arts Council wouldn't look on that as, like, artistic endeavor, you know? Really? Right.
1: What's
5: going on with my voice?
3: That's <laughs> kind of snobby, that? isn't it? I don't know. Like, yeah. there, there's a cutoff, like... Sorry, the Arts Council or snobby?
5: Well, yeah, I... <laughs> Do you know I mean? <laughs> Are I there any so.
2: places that you've heard of back home That you, like, loved. Bar, restaurant, whatever, that, like, closed down. That you were, like, gutted by hearing about it.
3: No, not personally, no. I have heard that there have been a lot that have closed down, Mm. but I haven't. I didn't personally feel anything to them. Arlo?
4: Um, I
3: I mean, my ears not really to the ground.
4: There probably would be some that I'd be kind of shocked... There was an institution or two in like Vancouver that was really cool, but I don't have any more buddies that like live around there. So yeah. I, I haven't heard anyone say, oh, that place is gone.
2: Yeah. I had heard that a lot of music venues have closed down during the pandemic and stuff like that. But I was on, I don't know, Instagram or Facebook or something. And. I saw this show maybe, like, six months, a year ago, and it was the Metro in Chicago and Smart Bar. They were doing, like, an all-building thing. Smart Bar is down in the basement. It's the club. And I was like, yes, it's still open because it's such, like, an institution for, mm-hmm. like, independent musicians and stuff like that on the north side of Chicago. And I was like, oh, man, whew,
4: they made it. Right. <laughs> Thank fuck. Yeah, I'm more gutted by the places that have closed here.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Speakeasy.
4: Yeah. Or IP. I- I was in Speakeasy the weekend before it officially opened when it was bring your own booze because they didn't have a liquor license. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. It was messy. I painted a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Just painted it. Yeah, Is that a
2: euphemism? The worst wall <laughs> yeah. in the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Paint
4: with, with this pineapple drink and soju that we were drinking. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, was a euphemism?
3: I thought you actually helped paint. No, no, I didn't help paint anything. <laughs> I, get you, I get They had that, to paint no. because of me. Yeah, right. <laughs> actually, and I mean, it probably... Yeah.
2: Heavily.
4: Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, it was weird because I'd seen... I was there when they had the shaman and, like, the pig's head with money in the mouth, like, you know, blessing the place, getting it rolling. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it
3: closing. Yeah. That's heavy. Uh, that was tough. That was tough. Yeah. Because that was kind of, like, for me, very sad. We've done it again. We've gone very Gwangju-centric on this podcast. But, I like, it was very, like, that's where everybody I liked hung out, you know? Yeah. It was kind of True. sad when closed. Yeah. They let you in. You weren't banned. Yeah. I, I hear my am like, back in tequilas. Thank okay. you, Mister Kang. You yeah, are. I, I,
2: I was like fucking. Floored. I was
3: joking around. I didn't know you were banned anywhere. No, I was banned. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: two pretty prominent places. We've you know, already spoken about that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we don't
4: have to get into it. Sorry, uh, we already have.
2: I don't know what I would be doing back in the states. To be totally honest, like the last job I got before the radio was because I was living here in Korea mm-hmm. that I got hired for. So I have no idea. Probably something depressing, pretty corporate, and what's like, your sales oriented?
3: What's your major?
2: Uh political science. So yeah, I never Not went in into that. politics. I didn't go go into law I didn't go to law school. So Is yeah. that what that's into? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank fuck. So yeah.
3: that's what, a lot of debt. Is that what people generally go into to go into law? Political science?
2: Uh a lot of poli sci majors, yeah. They go to law school after that. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Um
3: So law isn't an undergraduate thing?
2: No, it's a graduate degree uh, in the States. Okay. Yeah. Um you can do like some kind of program of whatever you major in that's called pre-law, which I did, which okay. is like kind of you know, getting you ready for law school and the tests and stuff yeah, like it's that. Stream
4: towards it, right?
2: Yeah. And uh I don't know. I worked for a couple lawyers after I got out of school and I was like, I don't want to become one of these fucking people, but then I didn't know what I was gonna do afterwards and that's kind of when I came to Korea in 2005. And so many of us did. Yes. Whew. Thank you, Dehan Minguk. Man, <laughs> seriously. I don't know. What do you
4: picture yourself doing? For, I don't know. Shoveling snow. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah,
2: That's what I picture in my darkest thoughts. That's what I picture myself doing.
4: You know, it's terrible because what I'd like to say is I'd like to be an artist. Mm-hmm. And I would. Mm-hmm. But my mother and my sister are, you know, are both artists. I mean, my uh, mom's basically retired. My sister's a working artist. She's going back to school for it as well. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, she, she makes good money, like, yeah. painting stuff. And like the idea, like if they not could painting hear, like you did, you know, if they could hear me, right? Yeah, not like the garbage <laughs> I'd make, but like I, I feel like I've watched enough Mad Men that I know how to get into people's heads and make them what they want, uh-huh.
5: <laughs> even even even
4: if it's not good. That's, yeah, that's what I think. But yeah, I don't I'd... know. Honestly, I'd probably end up like fixing up houses with my brother-in-law and maybe do all right. Yeah, right. Maybe buy some property, be a landlord. Yeah, toss people out on the street. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, good
2: stuff. Stuff for the community.
4: I think the petty crime at home would already drive me nuts. So if I was tossing the criminals out on the street, I'd feel better about it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) For real, man. That's one thing that none of us have to deal with here. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could leave your cell phone, like, on the ground somewhere. And somebody would pick it up and be like, okay, I got to return this to somebody. Dude, seriously, here in Korea? I mean, you lose your phone in Europe or the States or Canada, it's gone, right? I mean, gone, 100%. But here, not really. Yeah. You might have to give somebody like 50 bucks to return it or something, like a cabbie or something like that. I've had to do that before. Sure. But they return it. They don't steal it and resell it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean- Crime can happen here. I got a million won stolen out of an apartment my first year in Korea, but that's yeah, what I got for definitely keeping cash around. And people were like fixing the place up. <laughs> yeah. like I was asking for it. <laughs>
2: you had over a million won in cash.
4: I got paid cash the whole time. Well,
2: yeah, and this is bad. I just had when like a shoebox. <laughs> they didn't even have 50,000 won bills back. No, then. they used no, to just it was give bad you a
4: stack of green. Yeah, I, they
2: did that the first few months I was working at this place when I first got here, and uh, yeah. I always felt like it was super dangerous just walking next door to the bank. I was yeah. just
4: walking home, put in the shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> These bricks and it was all gone. Uh, it, the, the stuff that I had kicking around there,
2: or did they just, like be kind of cheeky about it and leave like twenty bucks still in there? No,
4: I had like, I had like a million float in there because I was I would I've been sending it home through a friend's account or something like that. Uh, okay, there was all kinds of nonsense going on. I don't know why I didn't get a bank <laughs> account. But. Yeah. A lot of nonsense. It. it was like before social media, so it was harder to figure out what to do.
2: You know, now that we're talking about this, I mean, if I was back in the States, I'd probably just be like a cell phone reseller. Good line of work. Steal sure. people's cell phones.
3: I can't imagine you doing anything <laughs> no, other than definitely
2: not. talking shit yeah. on the radio. <laughs> What's that show calling it? I have no idea. Okay. Something. Well... Did I not mention
4: it accidentally? Not, not yet. No. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be a bike We're thief because you have a lot of competition. I hear. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I hear about at home is people getting bikes
3: stolen. Here too, in Korea as well.
4: What they, they steal bikes? Apparently, oh. yeah. Yeah, like bikes are a big thing. I mean, I I I lock mine up. I don't mean They'll to victim. go for your weight. I, I don't want to victim blame, but if you don't lock up your bike, you know, kind of, you're kind of asking for this. Right. You <laughs> really are.
2: Well, I mean, I've seen a lot of people here in Korea like locking up like the front wheel only, and yeah. it's like, oh well, it's man, non-sense. that thing is gone in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, I
4: remember you complimented my lock job I was doing down oh, here. Oh yeah,
2: it was around
3: two rails. I noticed that. Through the that. tire in I, the it, middle, it's
2: something I noticed.
3: Is that a euphemism? He uh, <laughs> he complimented your lock job. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Oh, that's that's legit.
2: You know, I mean, we were holding hands. It's no big sure. deal. You know, it's a lock moment. You yeah. know, he's locking up his bike. Do people not do this?
3: I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, did, I, I am <laughs> clueless about most things, except a very, <laughs> very niche section of things. That's what I know about. Yeah. Premier
2: League game betting. Correct. Potato machines.
3: Correct. Okay. Damien Rice's feet.
2: <laughs> Damien Rice's feet. Yes. Correct.
3: Yes. <laughs> All three of those things I could uh, I could write a thesis on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, I think we're going to close it out there.
3: This is enough, Arlo, man. Yeah.
2: Thanks for coming in.
3: Ain't no problem. Hey, how much am
4: I getting paid for this thing?
2: <laughs> yeah, how much? All right. Need to uh, check that out. Oh, thanks. I don't know. You're Get like back to me. you're like half our fucking budget, man. I don't work for free. He's the real talent. I oh. haven't got paid yet. He gets paid a lot. Yeah. As you can
3: see, I'm the real talent. Right.
2: Hundreds of won. Oh.
3: I hold this show together. Dozens of listeners.
2: Dozens of listeners. Hundreds of won. We dozens, dozens might be a little high.
3: Yeah. Okay. We're, we're we're still fighting a dozen. We're I'm
2: rounding up out to, of to 12. the single digits. Yeah, definitely. He <laughs> has broke ten. <laughs> yeah, broke ten maybe a couple episodes ago, but you know that was like six seven months ago. So, you know,
3: last episode. <laughs>
2: yeah, last episode in
4: April. Taking it slow. So this slow has been and,
2: and Sanchez talking shite all night. Arlo, thanks again, man.
4: Yeah, no problem. It was nice to. Uh, well, I'm not going to call him Sanchez. I'm going to call him by his real name. Yemigopoulos Van Derstenberger.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. God. The He's ta- been trying to keep that secret forever.
3: <gasps> Just because the tax man, though? Yeah, true. true. He He's going to get this? your get your hundreds of water. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. And that's it. Is Thanks. Yeah. you didn't introduce your song. Yeah. 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 yeah.